0: Broke students. Say hello everyone. Kia ora, I'm Haley. Hi, my name's Maddie. And I'm Lauren.
1: Kia ora, I'm Jo.
0: I'm Bridget. Kia ora, I'm Brianna.
1: Hello, I'm Chris. Kia ora, I'm William.
0: And kia Koto. Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Elspeth Tilly. We're all from the Creativity in the Community class at Takunanga Ki Puruhuroa, or Massey University. We hope you enjoy our Climate Change Theatre Action podcasts. We will be delivering five podcast episodes, including four audio play performances. Us in the Past, Sammy and Gran, Bridger Gap and Love Out of the Ruins. We chose these plays because they speak of resilience, cooperation, community, personal strength and accountability. These are the key ideals that we believe will guide us out of the current climate crisis and pave a way towards a brighter, more sustainable future. We are turning these ideals into action by raising awareness and funds for Pārakori, an Aotearoa based organisation which aims to educate and advocate from a Māori worldview for a world without waste. If you would like to donate, please head over to www.pārakori.māori.nz. Donate. Without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast.
2: Kia my name is Hayley and I play Chloe.
1: And my name is Chris and I play Simon. We are the co-writers of Bridge the Gap.
2: This is a piece about a pair of siblings, entirely different in every way, trying to meet in the middle.
1: Here we stand at the mouth of a local river, much like the one you grew up swimming in during the summer times, only now it's a health hazard. Closed to the public and overflowing with pollution. Oh look, here comes Simon! The man in the suit with below average sized boots. The CEO of Big Pharma, high school debate champion with a masters in commerce and marketing. He did a half iron man.
2: And he's a nerd!
1: Excuse me? I said
2: you're a nerd. My turn. She's lean, she's
1: greens, she's a vegan keep-cup machine, environmentalist extraordinaire! Who doesn't use deodorant. Yes I do. Putting crystals on your pits doesn't count.
2: You wanna talk about stink? Look around you.
1: Uh, legally speaking, my company takes no responsibility for that unfortunate situation.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it doesn't.
1: Play nice, you two. Yeah. Uh, Be nice, Chloe.
2: You be nice, Sy.
1: Don't call me that.
2: Sorry, Simon. Look at this place.
1: What of it?
2: What of it? It looks like shit. You can barely see the water and there's no native wildlife anywhere near here. It's toxic, Simon.
1: It's not that bad.
2: Nine billion tons of rubbish gets emptied into the ocean every year. And 76% of indigenous freshwater fish are at risk of extinction. 46% of lakes across New Zealand are classed as poor, or very poor, on the trophic STATE INDEX. Plus, that plastic bag floating past you is going to outlive you by 900 years at least. You don't think any of that's bad?
1: Are you done being obnoxious?
2: (laughs) I'd rather be obnoxious than an asshole that ignores the facts like you.
1: Well, that's real mature. And exactly what I expected.
2: Well, you're exactly what I expected. A stuck-up greedy boy in a suit that thinks he can do no wrong, but you're the reason that we're here.
1: Hold on. You're acting like I'm solely to blame for all this. If I could go back in time and fix it, well, then I would.
2: Why do people always say that? You would go back in time and make a little fix and then change the future, but you're not going to make that fix in the present to change it now? Well... (laughs) Yeah, where's your PR team now, Simon?
1: I don't need to listen to this. Chloe and Simon both storm out, time passes, and the river gets worse, littered with plastic bottles, condoms, even protest signs. Chloe and Simon had sworn to never see each other again. But it isn't until the unfortunate passing of their mother that they finally agree to see eye to eye once more, four years later.
2: I didn't think you would come.
1: Well, I'm not here for you.
2: She'd be happy we're talking again.
1: You call this talking?
2: It's a verbal exchange, it'll do. Plus, if you just admit that I'm right.
1: I'll admit you're right when pigs fly.
2: How about when the world ends? Is seven years long enough to pull your giant head out of your ass?
1: Can we just get along? For one day, for her?
2: Fine. So, is Marissa... Melissa? Ma- Melanie? Melanie, that's the one. She's still in the picture?
1: The mother of my child? Yes, she is.
2: You have a kid?
1: I do. He's three, and I thought you knew.
2: Well, no, I didn't. I must have missed the last few Christmas cards.
1: Well, you'll be the first to know that... We just found out we're pregnant again. A little girl this time.
2: Wow. damn Sai, I can't believe you convinced a girl to sleep with you once, let alone twice. Uh,
1: Shut up. It's it's been more than twice.
2: (laughs) Okay, two and a half then? Pity there won't be a world for them to grow up into.
1: There we go, 12 whole seconds. We barely got through one nice moment together before you start shoving your agenda down my throat.
2: I'm not shoving an agenda. I do what I do for your kids. What? Well, we used to be kids just like them, and the world that we had was pretty idyllic. I don't think there was a single summer that we didn't spend here. So? Well, I wouldn't give that up for anything, especially not some big corporation. The best moments of my childhood were spent here. Like, when you lost your crocs down the current, they were like, green or?
1: No, they were camo. <sighs>
2: And, and what about when we used to pack extra sandwiches and then put them on sticks and we would try fish for eels with them?
1: Or, or what about when Dad rented the jet ski, told us not to ride it onto land, and then proceeded to hoon it all the way up the riverbank? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just want to make sure that they get that.
1: Yeah, I want that too.
2: I've spent so long trying to live sustainably. And the world has only gotten worse over the last 10 years we increased our fossil fuel emissions by 10 percent increased sometimes i wonder if i'm even helping at all like if i lived off the grid and just wore tree bark shoes and only ate lettuce would it even make a difference
1: oh come on chloe you know you're making a difference
2: sometimes it feels like it's just me
1: i think you're giving yourself Just a little too much credit.
2: Well, it's certainly not you.
1: I I could, uh, probably, admittedly, make some improvements.
2: Am I dead? Or did Simon just admit that he might be wrong?
1: Uh, Minor improvements, I mean.
2: It's not actually as hard as you think.
1: Yeah, I know. My wife taught me how to recycle properly, and, well, now we take two minute showers. It's not much, but-
2: But what about your giant bloody company? It's not just you that needs to make the improvements. In fact, it's pretty much all for nothing if you and all your board members don't realise that you're the ones fucking us over. Only 100 companies make up 70% of the disastrous emissions in the world. That's only 100 of you.
1: You think I don't know that? Ever since you started going on about all this, well, I started looking into it. It's hard to look at these figures and know you're the problem, but... We did some research, and... And? And we're trying. It's a lot of red tape and profit margins, but we're getting there. We're lowering emissions, reducing plastic, we're being better. It's not a lot, but it's... It's
2: something. I didn't realise you were taking this so seriously. I'm proud of you, Sai.
1: Yeah, well... All your talk is rubbing off on me.
2: (laughs) In about damn time.
1: And you ruined it. Screw the environment. I'm gonna go litter.
2: Hey, okay, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just really happy.
1: When did this place get so gross?
2: When we stopped caring for it.
1: Well, I've cleared all my meetings. So... Wanna help me clean it up?
2: Hell yeah, I do. It was Bridge the Gap. We hope that you enjoyed it. And now we're going to move on to a bit of a discussion about the podcast and about climate change in general. So did you want to start, Chris, with your emotional perspective on climate change?
1: Sure. I think it's very important not to get bogged down in the uh, the sort of an apocalyptic worldview of what climate change is. You know the effects of climate change because it's. I think it's very easy to, to look at the very serious issues that um have that are coming up and and, and realize that, oh actually there's not that much, you know there's not the I can't control some of these bigger issues. There's only a small amount I can do. But if you get bogged down in that, you're going to forget about the little things that you can do and instead just fall into the trap of oh well nothing can be fixed so I'll just do nothing yeah yeah
2: Yeah, I agree I think it's very easy to to see these statistics that kind of say what you're doing maybe isn't the biggest contributor but it's still nice to have like I personally find a level of contentment knowing I am doing what I can do even if the ripples are very small and there are much bigger ripples that um are required I still know that at least I'm putting my foot down and making changes that I do need to make, whether that's just buying like the eco friendly brand, cutting down on fast fashion, stuff like that, I know that at least in my heart I have done my part because you're right, it's so easy to be like, is it even worth doing that? Um, which is something I think that we kind of explored a little bit through this.
1: Yeah, and I think when when we look at it, and when we think about it, the this play writing this play and putting on this play in this overall production is part of what what we can do to affect climate change to do something that is has more potential for change than just like going outside and picking up a piece of rubbish or something like that you know if, if this can be heard by the right people who are capable of doing more than just we can at the moment then that you know and um possibly even changing people's views on aspects of climate change, then that would be a real boon to what we can achieve as just two people.
2: Yeah. So like, yeah, there's definitely that at home, what I do on my own kind of level, but then yeah, with this, our intent was to reach out further, have a more public and wider reach that we know now, at least some more people have heard what we have to say in a way that isn't just scary statistics, there's more of a story and like more of a heart to it I hope that that kind of got heard and got um, to the right people who needed to hear it whether that be those 100 companies that need uh, to make changes or if it's just people who can now realize that maybe they only need to shower for two minutes something like that it's just good to know that in our own way we reached out and brought climate change messages to more people than we do on a daily basis
1: yeah and um because this this production was going to be a piece of physical theater um, in a theater space which could only influence a fairly small audience it's part of transitioning into this podcast due to covid reasons is beneficial in a way because it's likely to reach a larger audience and that was sort of a unforeseen uh, consequence bonus. Yeah, but a bonus of um, of this transition And although I think we agree that This was written to be a piece of theatre And that aspects of it were uh, You know, we leaned into having a physical space And uh, having a certain sort of um, set uh, Costuming to sort of put across our message more clearly mm-hmm.
2: um, Yeah, so we had... Um, when we devised this piece, so we came up with this piece ourselves, we definitely started with these visual aspects of a rubbish-filled river and these two people on two different sides. Sharing like intimate moments of just silence together, we really focused on that at first and then we felt like it was a little bit of a loss to turn this into a podcast. But in the greater scheme of things, wanting to make a piece about climate change, we actually made a more eco-friendly one, because we did get to cut down on the lighting, the set, the costumes, the props, all of that kind of thing. That just like lessened our footprint in a way that was actually really beneficial. We only need a room, public tra- transport to get together to record and that was pretty much it. And then just let the words speak for themselves.
1: Yeah. So despite the difficulties and the pivoting onto the sort of like online medium, it benefited this aspect like the dissemination of our message
2: big words <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean go on it
1: means the reach we're gonna have right so it did do that you're yes.
2: right
1: that was a, a big benefit to this because more people will listen to this and it, and can re-listen to it it's not just a one-time mm. event and it can be shared with people and it can it, you know it will have a larger impact on people's lives so I think that's a huge benefit
2: yeah and even if that impact was just you saw a piece of art that or heard a piece of art that you enjoyed then we're happy that that's what you took away if it was something a bit wider maybe a statistic maybe a new mindset about what you could be doing or who you could be talking to the kind of conversations that you can start now that would also be really great to know that you took that away but either way we hope you enjoyed our piece and I hope that you enjoy the rest of the podcast and thank you for listening.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you to everyone who has tuned in to
2: our Climate Change Theatre Action Aotearoa podcast. We hope you have heard the positive message about climate change action that we have communicated through interviews and performances. Remember to listen to all our other episodes too. I would like to remind you that we are raising money for Parakore, an Aotearoa-based organisation which educates and advocates from a Māori worldview for a world without waste. If you're looking for a way to make a real difference to climate change action, please head over to dubdubdub.parakore.maori.nz/donate and support this great cause. Once again, we thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed Climate Change Theater Action Aotearoa as brought to you by eight broke students from the Massey University Creativity and the Community class of 2021.